You are listening to episode 105 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. G2E Eve, sir. Oh, that's right. You're going tomorrow. Is that right? Well, not tomorrow, but uh, next week when people would be expecting to hear the show, I will be in Uh, Vegas. Ah, yes. Yes. So wait, so we don't get to talk next week? We do not. Aww. Well, actually, it, it'll it'll simulate as if we are speaking because, well, I don't want to ruin it yet. <laughs> <laughs> there may or may not be another aspect of our production that might be taking place of what would be episode 106 next week. Potentially. <laughs> is, is what you're saying. I mean, there's an off chance that there, there might be. There, I mean, it's it's in the wheelhouse, Brian. <laughs> you're, you're, We're whatever. releasing a Vintage Vegas next week. You get it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking exciting as shit, man. The first one in over a year. Yeah, that's... Um, we had a lot of fun putting those together, too. Yeah, yes, we did. Yes, we did. But regardless, regardless, no, we are super, super psyched about going to Vegas. We haven't been back since Vegas vacation because... When you were when you were all mangled and beat up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, that is true. Yeah, I was still relatively injured at the time. I don't want to say mm-hmm. severely, but I was still... Like, I couldn't participate in slot races because my shoulder was still too fucked up. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, you were in a sling too, right? No, no, no. I didn't go sling, but I couldn't... Act. Basically, I should have been. I just okay. didn't want to be. Gotcha. Okay. Boiled down to, but... Yeah, we are super psyched. This is possibly the most responsible we're ever going to have to be on a trip. Basically, we just need to be responsible enough to get through our obligations and then get mm-hmm. destroyed every evening. <laughs> we just we just can't do it every afternoon. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to you're going to have to exhibit a little bit of um a little bit of discretion during yeah, the day. But we are super excited to do it. There isn't anything on the docket that we aren't overly thrilled to do, which is why we have so many scheduled. Well, I'm really excited for you guys. I'm very very excited about all of the awesome pictures you're probably going to put on Twitter that I'll ignore. (laughs) Somehow I'm enamored with you. (laughs) Nonetheless, it's going to be awesome, and and, and the the listeners are going to benefit more importantly. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't give a shit about me. Let's do this this week's show, sir. Let's let's enjoy this week. Yes, Random Vegas. This is such a fucked up thing to start off with, <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> September 7th, 1996, Mike Tyson KO'd Bruce Seldon in the first round at the MGM Grand. Shortly after, rapper Tupac Shakur was shot four times at Flamingo and Covell Road in the passenger seat 
of his record label CEO, Suge Knight. He died six days later at the age of 25. I You're right, that no, is really fucked up. I had no idea he was 25. Yeah, well, yeah. I, that's, that's young as shit. We got that from At History Nevada. It's such a such a weird, interesting, almost Kennedy-esque murder mm-hmm. uh, type interesting thing. It's like, you know, there were people like, uh, you know, people who are obviously big Tupac fans and then people like me who are big Vegas fans mm-hmm. and, and also a Tupac fan. And, and it's such such a weird dichotomy of you're like, standing where Tupac was killed but that's so fucked up why are you here why did yeah. you even come down here it is bizarre but you know what it does have a place in Vegas history and in, in a weird twisted way so yeah it definitely has a place around in Vegas I think yeah I agree Thank as you. fucked up as it may be right <laughs> and how about the Vegas Mate Review of the Week this week it's Lance's September 7th review of Mandalay Bay he gave it 5 out of 5 chips yeah, Lance wrote, I've stayed here three times, and each time I've loved it. The rooms are very nice with higher-end amenities. The staff are always courteous, especially the check-in staff. The buffet isn't the best, but it's up there with the best. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Too many other good restaurants here to hit the buffet anyway. The pool is crowded, but we were able to find chairs. Unlike the Mirage Pool, where you, where you better show up early. We paid for the Topless Pool Club, Moray, the second day. $50 was a bit steep. But the drink service, padded chairs, no sand, and no kids make it worth it. This place is fun, and they always treat me well. See, the argument I always have with that is there seem to never, ever be topless women. And, or at least not ones you want to see. That, well, that aren't clearly, <laughs> or, or, or are clearly strippers who lost their fucking mind when they went under the knife. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, it seems like you really just pay to not have the kids around. That's really what it kind of boils down. And 50 bucks to not have kids around, I, there aren't that many. It's not like you're staying at fucking Excalibur or Circus Circus. There aren't that many kids around. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd never pay $50 to play by a pool. I don't care. No, there's there's no pool. There's no pool with women lined up to give me head. That would that would have me throw. Gee, I, I literally. I, hold on. No, I can't think of a scenario in which I would pay fifty dollars. <laughs> Preposterous. <laughs> right. I thought there might have been a chance. No. Nope. There is not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about the swipping of the week? This week's winner goes to at M underscore A underscore. Oh, you're gonna do the whole R thing, right? underscore C underscore U underscore S for the most annoying Twitter handle to ever win this. <laughs> as well as type, but a phenomenal picture and and a view that made me fall in love with the city. Evidently, at Marcus was taken. <laughs> <laughs> and Otherwise, he was intent on having it. First choice. He's like, I will have this one way. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Should put the real Marcus. Uh, see, there you go. See, that's why you're clever. Or, or the real M underscore A underscore R underscore C. <laughs> or do nah, No, we're not. <laughs> too much. It's right. just much too much. Too much. Uh, I've talked about this a few times. The first time I came to Vegas, I was so intent on making sure that I saw everything that I didn't actually experience the city. Two years later, we returned with some friends, and Karen and I landed a room with this kind of a view. The view and that trip set in motion the obsession that eventually created this show. Now, this photo caught the strip at night with the Mirage Volcano, the new one, in full effect. It is a beautiful picture and a beautiful view that brought back a ton of memories. Thanks, Marcus. Fuck you and your underscores, though. <laughs> it's a fine picture. 
It's a fine picture, and as always, we will link to it on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr page, feature it on our Facebook page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. I think anybody with excessive underscores is automatically disqualified. Um, no, nah. no. Uh, if, if the picture is as good as this one, I think we can we can allow it. But I, I think in future we will not advertise your underscores. <laughs> there, there must be much more stringent rules placed upon this whole thing. I, I do have to agree that that this gentleman has now caused us to not reference the underscore. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, let's move into the news. Alright, news. First up on the list, what happens here stays here, returns, is that right? Yes, yes it does. Uh, Vegas Inc. reported that Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority will bring back the popular What Happens Here Stays Here ad campaign, which... But see, that's such horseshit because as our Twit Pick of the Week segment, or portion, if you will, would indicate, it doesn't really stay there. It, it, it goes all over the internet. I have actually made this exact argument with the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority, <laughs> their social media <laughs> handles, uh, many, many of them. Yes, I, I'm like, that's absolute horseshit. I have created an entire show based around making sure that whatever happened there is is broadcast. <laughs> 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 but I honestly don't recall that advertising campaign ever actually stopping. Now, apparently there were a series of ads, and I've seen these ads, that regarded a person by the name of Loss and his last name is Vegas.com, being mistaken for the website. And that was apparently the replacement. Now, the the thing that confused me is I always just assumed that it was just another ad for the city. I never thought that what happens went away. As a matter of fact, if you would have asked me, I would have assumed that at the end of that, it would have been like, what happens here stays here. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. So, I don't know. One interesting item revealed as part of the larger marketing campaign is working with Google to launch Google Interiors, which will allow users to see the inside of buildings similar to the way that you currently view the outside of them via Google Maps. Hmm. That sounds interesting. I don't know how they're going to do that because isn't photography on gaming floors is very limited. Well, but the fact is that this is the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess to your point, I wonder if it won't have something to the effect where they'll map this whole thing empty like if there won't be times where nope you can't come in right now for the next 20 minutes as you know all these google guys wander around and map the inside of this Mm. because obviously the issue you would have although why wouldn't they have run into this like there are people all over the place when you look at at google maps that you're like there's a random person somewhere so seems like there may be a security issue present with this as well but i mean yeah i'm obviously nowhere near an expert on any of that shit but I don't know. It seems like it, it might be, but yeah. we'll leave it to people who can think, and, uh, <laughs> and they'll figure it out. All right. And next up, this is this is kind of a big one. Steve Fries returns to Vegas. Absolutely. Those of you that listen to this show are more than likely familiar with the Strip Podcast, but for those of you who aren't, a quick recap. Steve Fries is a freelance journalist formerly living in Las Vegas. He and his partner, Miles, hosted a podcast called The Strip. On that podcast... Listeners were treated to the amazing interview talents of Freese, as well as insights on what was going on in the city. Steve's talents were not only realized by his show, but Steve Wynn took a liking to him, frequently giving him exclusive interviews and insights into Wynn's company. 
Steve's talents were recognized by the University of Michigan and awarded him a year-long fellowship to further develop those talents. While great for Steve, it was bittersweet for listeners of his show because that meant that he had to stop doing the show and move to Michigan. Following the completion of the fellowship, he took a job at Politico DC. However, like those of you who enjoy the show, he missed Vegas, but relocating to it was not an option. So, he and Miles agreed to allow Steve to visit the city as often as he likes to cover the city once again. Now, that doesn't mean the strip is back, or at least it hasn't been announced that it's coming back. However, he will be a regular contributor to Las Vegas Weekly, and knowing Steve and his talents, more than likely, his contributions will become welcome to various news outlets. This is great news for everybody. As we've shared on our 100th episode, Steve was an early supporter of our show, and we will never be able to thank him enough for that. And something I don't know if I've ever divulged, or, or I may have, and it's been so long, on the final Strip Podcast, broadcast live via Ustream, the two of them had some unfortunate technical difficulties in which I was able to provide my services as basically their board op, and I was the one who recorded the original audio for the final show, which then Steve ended up editing and releasing. If you haven't listened to the Strip Podcast, I'm suggesting you check it out. Check out the back catalog, if for no other reason to hear what an insanely talented interviewer he is. Steve coming back to Vegas is great news for the Vegas internet community. I am super, super psyched. And I know he's going to be at G2E, so I'm, I'm hoping to finally actually meet him. He and I had had many interchanges via social media or email or whatnot, but never actually had the opportunity to meet each other. So I'm looking forward to that, that possibility. I, on the other hand, have never met him or spoke to him. <laughs> right. Um, had any interactions whatsoever. <laughs> no, I can't think of any other times where I had any interaction, uh, interaction, whether it be through Twitter or through the show or anything. So we're complete strangers to each other, but I very much am a fan of his work and I've enjoyed many of his interviews uh, on, on the strip. So if you haven't, definitely go check that out. I don't know how many of those shows that I've seen who he's going to interview and I was disappointed with who he was going to interview. Mm-hmm. And then eventually get around to listening to it, and they're phenomenal. Just yeah, the, oh. and that was one of the things too. The first, I, I don't remember who it was, but I, I I do remember this was quite a few years ago. But I, I, the first time you actually, you know, of course, had, had turned me on to listening to to the show. But I was listening to to one of his interviews, and it was he was interviewing somebody I did not care about at all. You know, and and what they had done, it, it was completely meaningless to me. But somehow he was still able to make it an interesting listen. Yeah, it, it's it's fascinating. I mean, I I don't know. We can't articulate this man's talent. Seriously, no. go out there and try. You got to yeah. listen to this. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on to our next item. Uh, strip security is going to be increasing. Yeah, while it's been in the works for some time, the announcement and timing in light of the, the escalated rise in violence and carjacking on the strip, Las Vegas Metro announced that they have added 37 high-def, full-pan tilt and zoom surveillance cameras in various locations along the strip. Las Vegas Advisor reported that it was financed by a $300,000 grant from the Department of Homeland Security. It was also confirmed that the cameras do have the ability of seeing inside many hotel rooms, mostly with strip-facing views. However, a spokesperson for Metro stated that any inappropriate surveillance or invasion of privacy would be met with severe disciplinary action. I don't have a problem with this at all. No, I think this is fantastic. And, uh, you know, whatever they can do to start deterring some of the ridiculous shit that's been going on on the strip. Uh, please, please do it. Yeah, I don't understand how they were able to keep track of 37 million people as it was. So, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in a place 
where it, it, it's well first of all anybody who's seen they've this, got one camera per million now they're set <laughs> done crime is over brian <laughs> welcome to the new las vegas <laughs> you hooligans your numbers <laughs> But the thing is, it's not like like anybody who's seen the the strip show where you know with the cops. It's not like they're assholes. I mean, this is a place where they're fueled by sex, drugs, douchiness. I mean, and the cops are like, hey, 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 just fucking relax. All right. I really enjoyed how you just put douchiness up there with sex, drugs. <laughs> well, I'm just, they're extremes, Brian. <laughs> they're all over the place. I'm not saying it's something to aspire to. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just we, 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 can all, we can all tell where your list of priorities lie. Well, it, it's more, clearly rock and roll is not going to fit into that, into that, well, I guess sex and drugs <laughs> and rock, is where I'm going with this. But I, I'm okay. simply thinking of, of the many a times that I've enjoyed people watching, and it's literally just watching people who seriously just need to have sex or want to have sex, people who have enjoyed far too much alcohol or the insane parade of douchiness. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, you know, that's one thing, you know, we, we rip on Cabo uh, all the time for the bad experience we had there but that's like a great place to just kick back and watch people i'm pretty sure that's why they're so successful because it's like you'll put up with that shit just for the entertainment that's a tremendous spot for that sort of thing absolutely absolutely all right and in our next item we've got some information um about ti pirate show temporarily closing this is unfortunate that it's only temporary (laughs) in an attempt to satisfy the overwhelming response for more strip located shopping as well as the opportunity to once again regurgitate someone else's idea in his backyard. Food stamp equivalent owner Phil Ruffin <laughs> will brilliantly cl- written, sir. Thank you, thank you. Will close the TI Pirate Show, Sirens of TI, on October 29th so that construction of the Mecca CVS project can begin <laughs> to once again rape the Pirate Cove, phased in flavor. Ah, God damn it. You were rape. So close. I know. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's, I get too excited. <laughs> you were over eager. I think that's what it was. <laughs> uh, the point I was trying to make is he's going to rape the pirate cove. Going <laughs> to get all up in there. It's not going to be welcome. No, yeah. it's it's weak. And also, CVS was announced as the only tenant, <laughs> considering it's the anchor tenant. That's I guess that's a good thing. But yeah. it was officially finally announced. The pirate show isn't expected. Everyone needs topical ointment after. <laughs> Especially when there's uh, a Walgreens right across the street, Brian. Oh, oh, oh. And the fashion show mall on the other side of the fucking street. Maybe a nice soothing salve. (laughs) Get a prescription filled for that full-spectrum antibiotic we've referenced before. You know, this is all pretty normal stuff. I love how my comments don't even slightly... Hiccup. You don't even get a hiccup. Like, come on, I'm going to say something, and there's nothing that's going to stop it. But I appreciate it, because it was, it was way better than anything I was going to say. I think that adds, like, a certain level of humor when you just kind of slip that in there, you know? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. But, I mean, let's let's be honest. This is insanely... I, I don't get it. I have absolutely no idea. Why, listen, it makes perfect sense why it was down there. There wasn't anything like that down by by fucking pirates. Or not by pirates. Jesus, say I'm all fucked up with pirates now. <laughs> there wasn't anything down by Planet Hollywood. And then when you consider all the residencies that were put up, Cosmopolitan was supposed to be largely residencies. But then when you look at City Center and all those residencies, made perfect, perfect sense to put a place like that there. Why the fuck? 
Does anybody need anything like that when you have the Fashion Show Mall on one side, you've got fucking Palazzo's, Walgreens on the other side? There's no point to this. He just literally saw an idea of like, huh, I can do that. Yeah, it, you know, it's just copious amounts of fail. It, it um, really is. And a property that was quality. I mean, we're talking about a place that had a theme that, okay, it was kitschy, it was too family-friendly, and they, they kind of bailed on that, but take that away. Get inside that property. It was cool. It was fun. It's got phenomenal views. You can nice take a little cart down to Mirage. I mean, yes, absolutely. Awesome. It's, it's wow. What he's done to the, and, and I recall when he bought this place, I actually, I, I, I had his back. I was like, you know what? He had the frontier. What are you going to do with that property? Of course, you're going to make it a piece of shit. And he gets this and yeah, go Man. fuck yourself. Phil Ruffin for, uh, <laughs> So, um, the pirate show isn't expected to return until December 30th, at which time it's expected to be a slightly scaled-down version of the show, as more of Pirate Bay's landscape will now be an eyesore unusable for the attraction. <laughs> God, that's so terrible. You know the I mean, one... Like I said, not that, not that I'm really... I don't really like the show now, but, yeah. you know, it, it's just going to be worse. Yeah. I, it's not among one of the things, like I'll always, I, I've said it before, you got to see the volcano, you got to see the fountains of Bellagio, and you got to see Chandelier Bar, the rest of it, you know, it, it's up to you, whatever you're interested in. That's not even, it's not mentionable. There's nothing. The, Buccaneer Bay used to be one of those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not anymore. It's off. You know, the one thing I am concerned about with all the retail that they're building in Link and down at the park with MGM down by New York, New York and uh, Monte Carlo. My concern is what happens when you can't fill those spaces? Think about it's, how bad that would fucking look. All those places that can't be filled, but you know, it's there's only so much people can fucking buy. I think they're all really rushing to try to integrate this, uh, you know, implement this sort of idea to have retail spaces in, in, a, in a way such as this. And I think they're just going to overextend the idea and they're going to stretch it all too thin and you're just going to end up with rundown, empty-looking strip malls in front of casinos. I agree. I think one of the things about... Listen, I get get out on the strip. People want to be on the strip. They want to be on the strip. That's where you got to have it. But here's what you don't realize. If somebody's missing in that you know, establishment, you know, you don't have a tenant. It looks bad. Whereas looks awful. Yes. Yeah. Whereas when you have these beautiful, beautiful, big buildings and you had this open area with landscaping and whatnot, it doesn't, you know, your inside could be dead. There's nobody in there, you know, sure. but it doesn't make the outside of your property look like shit. You miss a tenant or two. All of a sudden it looks like your entire property it's is out of very, business. very uninviting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm concerned. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've got serious concerns too for my one visit every five years. <laughs> I think this, you know, I'm hoping that my uh, lack of frequent visits uh, will benefit me in terms of this idea being implemented, it running its course, and being phased out by the time I'm there next. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> See, there are some benefits to this. This is brilliant. This is why we're a phenomenal team, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not really relevant, but yeah, I like it. Make, make it work. All right. Slackline stunt announced at Mandalay Bay. All right. Always a magnet for silly world record stunts. Mandalay Bay, well, that's Las Vegas in general, not Mandalay Bay, but Mandalay Bay will host such an event to record the Slackline walking world record thing. 
whatever the hell yeah. that is. <laughs> right. I didn't even bother to come close to looking at the story. So well, it's, <laughs> you're the lucky one, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on October 16th at 2 p.m., a 360-foot-long slack line will be set up, connecting two of Mandalay Bay's towers 480 feet in the air. That's 63 stories tall. While that is going on, three other slackline professionals will actually do something interesting, and they'll do some kind of stunts up there. <laughs> I like how they, they're like, ooh, this guy's going to walk. And these guys are going to do flips and crazy tricks. <laughs> like, going, well, we'll give their but shit he's about ju- But he's just a little bit higher than we are, so it's a record. <laughs> That's right. Now, the stunt is being performed to kick off and draw attention to, wait for it, the 2013 World Slackline Federation's World Cup Finals being held in the Michael Jackson One Theater, October 17th. Well, okay, you know what? If this is if this stunt to kick off the World Cup Finals is actually the world record, I'm not really seeing the need for the finals. Agreed, agreed. I think we've I think we've done everything we need to here. Uh, we're all set here. This is it. Wow. Yeah. It's maybe it's because it's like. Um, one person that's involved in this. Right. You know, the one thing that I did find interesting about it is they used the, the word federation, which somehow <laughs> ha- had ideas of me, like, seeing guys on slack lines and, you know, jumping from the top rope and, you know, doing <laughs> suplexes and shit. The flying elbow drop. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Tombstone and motherfuckers. <laughs> Got that jackknife for you. <laughs> Let's move on to our final story, which will be a little bit more worthwhile, I guess. And that's the Cosmopolitan Boulevard Pool Ice Rink and its return. See, one of the things, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever get off my ass and get to Vegas for Christmas. Because it's not like going to Disney where they, they simulate Christmas. Yeah, you know, it's, it, not, it's not the same at all. Right, it's like, oh, it's Vegas. And eh, there's this is kind of like Christmas over here. Hey, we got a Christmas tree. But like, you know, it's like 60 degrees outside. <laughs> you know what they need inside the casinos during Christmas time? Snow? Lights. Like, oh, that'd be interesting. You know what I wish because they would... there aren't enough lights and bells. Going <laughs> you know what I wish they would do, a la Main Street USA, is I want Las Vegas Boulevard to have a whole sheet of fake snow. <laughs> Every casino will have a snow machine, and they just blast snow over. The... <laughs> and, and unfortunately, there's always that one guy who's way too close to it. He's just getting blasted. <laughs> like, I don't want to play here anymore. They're like, just shut up, all right? We're, we're, we're creating an ambiance. Why are you being a dick? <laughs> This is supposed to be special. That's right. Tis the season, asshole. Where's <laughs> your holiday spirit? Right? Here's a fucking candy cane dick. <laughs> Starting November 22nd and running through January 5th, all of last year's favorites are returning, including the fire pits and s'mores to the Cosmopolitan's Boulevard Pool Ice Rink thing. Uh, <laughs> date Skate Mondays will also return with holiday movies broadcast on the property's marquee. The rink will be open Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to midnight, Saturday and Sunday, noon to midnight. Admission is $10 for Nevada residents, $15 for non-residents. Skates are available to rent for $5. I want to go all the way to Vegas, just bring ice skates. <laughs> it's the only thing I'm trying to save money on. <laughs> You're even, you know, it, you know, discerning ice skaters will always bring their own skates. And... Uh, you know, there's always going to be somebody that's like, no, I don't, you, you know, you know how like you, I remember when I was a kid and I'd go to the, the skate rink, you know, for on Friday nights after school, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And like, you know, everybody who, who skated there, they, you know, whenever they were like almost offended when they received the question, oh, do you need to, what size are your skates? Do you need to rent skates? No, I got my own. What do you mean? <laughs> right. I'm not some welfare kid. All right. <laughs> and somebody completely lit, you know, and they're like, 
I got my own skates, all right? <laughs> I don't need to rent your crappy skates. I, I, I 100% believe if I brought skates on a trip to Las Vegas, Homeland Security would stop me. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's a sharp that's a sharp blade like, on there. Like, where are you going to Las Vegas, sir? Like, I promise you. That they, <laughs> Didn't you hear the Cosmopolitan Boulevard pool is going to be the ice rink's returning? I'm surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> Clearly, you don't listen to 360 Vegas. That's right. Weak you would, you would know. <laughs> nope. All right. We've got Stuart's favorite segment, Prop Bets, coming up for you, which is the segment of our show where we share with you upcoming news pieces that are just kind of little tidbits. That's not the way I intro it at all, but we're just going to go with it. Why not? It's a special, special. It's a Friday. We're going to own it. Yeah. And, hey, and you're going to G2E, so it's yeah, cool. There you go. But Vegas Eater reported that the specific reason Crave Massive was cock-blocked on Labor Day weekend... <laughs> was that they didn't have a sales tax permit. Wah, wah, wah. I have no idea how this building ever opened for business. <laughs> well, all of their licenses and everything are totally bogus. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. Although I did read something somewhere that was insanely vague that mm-hmm. said, oh, it's been purchased. Like, yeah, no fucking shit. Wait until you actually announce who it is. <laughs> then we'll put it on our show. Right, and I'll just right. mock you. This week. Every fucking publication on the planet reported that the final piece of the high roller observation wheel was completed. They're talking about the fucking outer rim. None of the pods are attached. It doesn't operate. Nothing fucking happened. It was enraging, Brian. (laughs) See, this is why I don't deal with any news. You're Once again, the lucky one. I know. I always get the benefit of everything. There you go. You know what's disappointing? That is insanely accurate in, in, in the span of our relationship. Uh, MGM Grand's marquee is being renovated, specifically the stagnant billboards and digital signage. Those are really, really old. They are. Speculation is that the same technology being used at Aria, Cosmopolitan, and Link marquees will replace it. I'd imagine they'd be mocked probably by this show if they didn't. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm surprised we haven't. Right. <laughs> Probably because you haven't brought it up and then. Right. I haven't scripted and, and, and it for us to mock. know something about right. it. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, the Quad's sports book is now open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from noon to nine. Saturday and Sunday from. Well, that doesn't make any sense because I said Friday and Saturday, and then I'm saying Saturday and Sunday. That's that's poor writing, Brian. That's you know what? That's fucking. That's bush league. That's a Sandlot. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with the Sandlot. Well, that's fair. That's fair. All right. You well, know, I had to buy a pair of PF flyers just to relive my childhood memories <laughs> from watching Sandlot. <laughs> Guaranteed to make a kid run faster and jump higher. Right, it's now we're talking facts, Brian. That's not what this show is about. Oh yeah, it's about speculation and over exaggeration. <laughs> with a and dash vulgarity. of sarcasm, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo, <laughs> yes. whether it, whether it be hetero or homoerotic. Yeah, we don't we don't care. That's right. All right, so I don't know. This fucking place is open, so check it out if you're interested. Yep, closeted waniacs <laughs> with disposable <laughs> income. Will we please to know that you can now purchase this home, Casa Shenandoah? Yeah, why not? Uh, for the reasonable asking price of $70 million. That's $70 million. <laughs> Johnny Katz revealed that the Rush Lounge at Golden Nugget is currently being renovated. No timetable on completion was shared, for those of you desperately. I don't care. I, I just watched Vegas Vacation last week, and yeah. it still cracks me up whenever he's he's like, I'm making pasta. <laughs> <laughs> it just cracks me up every time. I I always, it's Dean Martin's recipe. I, I always make too much. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Martin's. He actually did a really good job in that movie. He was really, oh, really funny. Oh, I agree. Funny. He was fantastic as a caricature of himself. I loved it. Yeah, that was great. 
And then uh, Randy Quaid, like, he was like, <laughs> he was like patting his hair. <laughs> so springy. Oh, that just kills me oh, every it's, time. It's such a great movie. I love when people want to knock on it. Like, why are you bothering? What is it the does, point to mock? Well, that's not accurate. They were just driving down this. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't matter. Yes. Vegas Chatter confirmed this week that when downtown Grand opens, it will charge an $11 resort fee. Yeah. And equally unsurprising, Circus Circus's poker room has officially closed. No other details are available except the shock and awe that there was a Circus Circus poker room. It probably closed because no one ever went inside. All right. And my joke was so awful that they're like, just close. Did you, did you yeah. hear the shitty joke he made? Just close. It's done. It's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's over. Kind of like prop bets. Uh, let's move on to playing Vegas. full of awful, awful transitions, and I'm really off my game. No, come on, man. Uh, we're having a great time. You're crazy. You're cr- crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> forget what movie that's from. It's... I don't know either, but I know exactly what you're doing. Oh, no, it was uh, old school when he uh, when the Wolf Hero gets shot with the tranquilizer gun. Oh, that's right. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, cra- you're, you're crazy, crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just got shot in the neck. <laughs> You just took one of the jugular. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> oh, I have to watch that again. I know. Now I desperately want to watch it. <laughs> it. The best part of it is when he's, like, explaining how it's so powerful. He's like, that thing could pierce the skin of a rhino from 100, and then he shoots himself at point blank range right in the neck. <laughs> I was telling Angela tonight, you know, Anchorman comes out. Anchorman 2 comes out in December. Yes. And I said, you know I might have to drive down to Memphis just to see it with you and then drive back immediately after. That would make me the happiest man on this planet. (laughs) Because you and I have always talked about going to see one of these kinds of movies together because it would just be nonstop hilarity and laughter. Yeah, absolutely epic. I totally agree with you. If not, uh, maybe meet halfway somewhere in in southern Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That sounds really fucked up. We may not make it back. Right. <laughs> I heard you boys laughing in there, son. Lovely. <laughs> There's way too many teeth in your mouth. We got a cure for that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is a segment of our show where we share with you upcoming performances and acts outside of the normal residencies over the next week of time. And for Monday, this week's dive-in movie doubleheader at the Boulevard Pool is Cosmopolitan. <laughs> Somebody's Clueless. Um, at Cosmopolitan. And those movies are going to be Clueless and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Doors open for that at 7 p.m. Admission is free to guests. Staying at the property, three bucks for everybody else. Wednesday, Seven Dust is performing at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $30. Wednesday and Friday through Sunday, Motley Crue is performing at the Joint at Hard Rock. That show is set to start at 9 p.m. Tickets for that will start at $46. Thursday, Blink-182 is performing at the Boulevard Pool of Cosmopolitan. Show is going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets are $77. And Tech-9 is at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $32. Way overpriced. 
right? On Friday, Adam Ant is at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $32.50. Jay Leno is performing at the Mirage. His show starts at 10 p.m., and tickets will range from 84 to 106 Friday and Saturday, the iHeart Music Festival is at the MGM Grand. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets are $83. And Dana Carvey is at the Orleans. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $55. And finally, on Saturday, Dave Chappelle and Flight of the Concords are performing at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets will range from $65 to $150. That'll do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas Deals. to save you money in planning your trip to Vegas and while you're in Vegas, we offer you Vegas deals. During the month of September, Gold Coast and Orleans are offering 25% off of all beer in their gift shop to be connected card members. <laughs> this just seems so fucking white trash. Like, <laughs> we need some beer. Like, they got a sale going down in Orleans. <laughs> you, you got the, the, the card right. thing. We just sign up for it. It's free. <laughs> it's free. You get just 25% off sixes. <laughs> Mandalay Bay's room deal. It's for stays of five days or more from November 1st through February 24th of 2014. You get 20% off of your room plus $125 in dining credit. However, you must book the deal by September 30th. Actually, you know what, Mark? I think Gold Coast and Orleans get it. You know, they're offering 25% off the beer because they know that people are just excited and eager and they need a reason to use their parking lot show koozies. I think that's what it is. And, and you know, for that, I, a tip of the cap to them. Well done. Well done. I mean, those koozies are just sitting in their glove box going, no, we're never going to use these. <laughs> because where else would you keep a koozie other than in your glove box? I, I, I see no other place, Brian. <laughs> There's no place for it in my home. I, I, I'm unaware of places other than in, in the glove box, Brian. Yeah. Some compartment in your vehicle is yeah, I, optimal storage. For I, I believe there's actually a law. <laughs> there isn't there should be one That's right. <laughs> if you're brave enough to negotiate the rough waters by the customer service desk operated by tickets and tours and save in the miracle mile shop at mandalay bay you can get 50 percent off of vip <laughs> tickets to taylor hicks wow that seems like an awful lot of effort for a whole not a lot of reward no word exactly <laughs> what pitch you are forced to endure to receive such a wonderful wonderful offer you can check out all the deals we report on the show at 360VegasDeals.com. All right, let's move on to coming attractions. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Kanye West's Yeezus tour, God, that guy, uh, is coming to the MGM Grand on Friday, October the 25th. That show starts at 8 p.m. Ticket starts at $55 and just goes way, way up from there. The only thing I can imagine why someone hasn't attempted to assassinate this idiot is just because he is so absurd. He's like a Play-Doh man. 
You know, you, do, <laughs> you just you just want to just me just smash him. <laughs> it's like Mr. Bill. <laughs> Jay Z is performing at Mandalay Bay Friday, December thirteenth. Show is going to start at eight p.m. Tickets are going to start at forty-seven dollars, and as you can imagine, will go way way up. Yeah, but see, uh, if Jay Z's well, he actually show, has talent and not out of his fucking mind. Yeah, Jay Z's show starts at a reasonable forty-seven dollars, right? And then you have Kanye West's show, where he's probably just going to get on stage and throw God knows what out there. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know it, it's it, the mind boggles. You're like going, I can't even fathom the idiocy that will happen at the show. I can't well, even imagine it. I don't know if you've seen anything on the news or on YouTube or anything like that, but some of Kanye's shows, I mean, he'll just get up on stage and I, depending on his mood or whatever it is, uh, he'll just start going through these very, very uncomfortable rants on stage for lengths of time. I just, listen, I, I, I'll give him credit that the man has the ability to create relatively catchy songs, but clearly out of his fucking mind. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the money and uh, the attention has yeah. twisted his brain terribly. For fuck's sake, it's the Yeezus tour. <laughs> <laughs> Got some issues. Right. All right, Jeff Dunham. Back to the coming attractions. Jeff Dunham is coming... He's coming to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace where he'll be performing something there. <laughs> On Thursday, December 12th, that show will start at 7.30 and tickets will start at 73 bucks. Former strip headliner Frank Caliendo is performing at the Orleans Ooh, Friday at the Orleans Saturday. already. November 15th through the 16th, show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $35. They're not going to go much higher than that. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I, I kind of feel bad for him because he is a talented impressionist, although... His talents, they just kind of fall short because he does the same ones, and that's that, like that's all he can do. I agree, and I also think one of the issues that he had is when he did that goofy show, like he, he tried to dress up like him, and yeah. they all looked exactly like him with varying prosthetics and wigs. It was just, wigs it's like, makeup. listen, yeah. you've got this voice thing figured out. Just just go with that. Yeah, they, did you see uh, he was doing Ditka the other day on ESPN? He's phenomenal with impressions. Yeah, and he does the voice really well, but you know he's just he's got the the the, the whole the costume going on yeah, and the just, wig yeah. and the it, yeah, it's just it's not good, not good. And finally, Kenny Wayne Shepherd Band is performing at the Orleans on Saturday and Sunday, November 9th and tenth. Show starts at eight p.m. Tickets will be thirty dollars. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, let's go to the river. Welcome to 360 Vegas Slots. This week we're going to talk about Bally's Technologies NASCAR. It's a five-reel, 30-line penny video slot with a 320 credit max bet and is available in wide area as well as local progressives with the top jackpot resetting at 400000 The game is played mainly on a 22-inch monitor but utilizes the 32-inch vertical monitor above that for the bonus rounds. And as with all sports, fans have their favorite team, or in NASCAR's case, their favorite driver. So Valleys is featuring five of the sport's most popular drivers. To begin the game, you select from drivers Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Gordon, or Clint Bauer. Your gameplay experience will adjust according to the individual you select in the colors displayed, the driver-specific real symbols, the car featured, as well as the driver's likeness in both the base and the bonus rounds. 
The game is set at the sport's most popular event, the Daytona 500, and features the voice of NASCAR TV host and radio announcer Ellie Gold to further enhance the authenticity of the experience with the surrounding sound chair. Let's talk about the bonus rounds. The burnout bonus is a free spin bonus. It's triggered when you get burnout bonus symbols on reels one, two, and three. When this happens, you touch the screen and physically spin the U-Spin NASCAR tire wheel. You can choose to spin either clockwise or counterclockwise, as well as determine how fast the wheel on the car will spin because the game matches the force you use. The result is one of five free spin bonus rounds that vary in number of spins, as well as various multipliers and wild outcomes applied. Yeah, this was the only one I got, and we actually got to play it. <laughs> and I didn't know the wheel went both ways, and it kind of sucked. All right. Really? Because the wheel, you didn't know about Like, if I'd have known the other way, this would have been a completely no, different... No, 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 it wasn't that. The outcome sucked. <laughs> well, I, I hit this bad. one actually twice, and both times... Well, I didn't know the ones, the wheel spun both ways, but it, both times, like, I got next to nothing. It was just <laughs> aggravating. All right. So, next up is the pit stop bonus. This is triggered when you get pit stop bonus symbols on reels 2, 3, and 4. You'll see your car coming in for pit stop. Then you will get a screen full of lug nuts, of which you get to select five to win credits or upgrade items for your car. You can upgrade your engine, tires, suspension, and fuel. The more upgrades you find, the more credits you win. And the big one, the U-Race bonus. This is triggered by U-Race symbols on reels one, three, and five. Here you enter the race at the back of the pack. You get to select various directions for your driver to take in an attempt to move up in the pack. The selections can be made either on the main screen or using the iDeck. You get a total of five picks and can select to pass down low, on the high side, or charge ahead. After each maneuver, you are awarded credits as well as where you finish in the race. You, you hit this Then I was bonus. wrong because I did. Yeah, I hit you that were one too. Yeah. Because I you kept wanting to charge forward or go over. I'm like, you got to go under. I don't know much about it. There was no room to go under. It's, it's a video game. He, he would find room. Mm, I probably should have done that. It <laughs> well, just, yeah. But that one even, I, I didn't get very far. I'm like, not not being interested in the game at all. What did you think of it when you actually played? Obviously, we're not NASCAR fans. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. We just don't. We, so, it, we're just not fans. So we probably played it for 15 minutes. Yeah. And I know I hit the, I hit obviously the burnout bonus, and then I, I did hit the U race bonus. Now that I remember, I, I just I didn't care. There was Still there didn't, no no. I mean, it was kind of fun with the U race because you're like, all right, I'm gonna go forward. But then what you thought would get you someplace would didn't actually get you anywhere, and the bonus wasn't that big. So I I don't know. I'm not a NASCAR fan, and I thought it was fun. I am not a NASCAR fan, and I could take it or leave it. <laughs> Yeah, it just it, it it didn't do it for me. I mean, I will, well, and you got frustrated too because you were trying to to change your driver. Well, and it I was, was probably on, your machine. I was on a broke machine, so I, I had to stick with whatever was there. So being a guy that wrote this fucking review, I knew what the game could do, so it was aggravating. Which is interesting game. because when we first sat down, so there were four machines, and each one of them had a different color. So there's five drivers that they talk about, and I just assumed that you sat down and you got the driver. The funny thing was, is once like once I was able to change mine. Yours changed to be one of the, you know, other three that weren't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was real, and it, it's not just even like on the screen, but the, the color of the thing changes. Like right. the whole thing changes whole over thing based changes. on the driver. Yeah, yeah. I know it's amazing. It was actually really cool once you realized it did it. So well, CSI did the same kind of a thing. Uh, oh, did where, they? Where, yeah, yeah. Depending on the on the show that you select, it changes the icons. It changes on which the color. CSI? Yeah, because there's three of them. 
I know. Well, there really shouldn't be. I'm not. I'm not asking for your judgment on that. I'm just pointing it out that that's what the slot game does. No, but it was really cool that it automatically flipped over to what wasn't selected, and and that's what you got to play on. So I agree. I mean that that was cool, but in general, I just I didn't care at all. And that was Bally's Technologies NASCAR. You can check out show notes as well as a video of the game in action at 360vegaslots.com. All right, the river is a two-parter, so let's go to the Moneyline guys with their can't-lose NFL picks for this week. Welcome back to week two. My name is Seth. And this is Chris. You're on 360 Moneyline, can't lose. Uh, maybe that little teaser of we can't lose, maybe that's not the right thing to say. Uh, to be fair, we tweeted out a Grantland article later today when we recorded, uh, and apparently everybody lost. So it wasn't just us last week. Everybody lost. I guess it's almost a record day for all the sports bucks because they just all the betters got owned. So just to start off, Chris went uh, 0-3. I went 1-1-1. and It was the preseason for us. You know, we got a little rusty. It wasn't a big deal. Week one is behind us. So uh, the first pick of mine that can't lose, Baltimore minus six and a half against the Browns. I'm taking Baltimore, giving the points. Who, who in their right mind would ever pick the Browns in anything uh, to win? Point spread, no point spread, whatever. The Browns are awful. Going to regret picking against Brandon Whedon and Jordan Cameron. I don't even know who those people are. And my pick number one, you know what? If you can't be in it, join them. Uh, I'm taking the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Never thought I'd say that. Seth, I've heard you say that so many damn times, and here I go. Plus 12 at New England. Come on, Gino, bring me home a victory. Always bet on rookie quarterbacks. Always bet on rookie quarterbacks. Chris, I like that. I think that's going to go. And that's a Thursday night game. I'm taking Denver, minus four and a half versus the Giants. I like Peyton. His commercials are uh, much better than Eli's, and he looks a little bit less like a mongoloid than Eli. And Denver looked unbelievable last week. Really good. Uh, I bet them to win the Super Bowl before the season started. I'm liking that pick. Second pick, mark it down, Denver, minus four and a half. My next pick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock some people. The Titans, plus nine at the Houston Texans. Texas had to have a miracle comeback in the second half against the San Diego Chargers. And the Titans took care of business up in Pittsburgh, which which I just loved. I just I just despise the Steelers. So I'm gonna do a little bit of a surprise pick. You know what? I don't have I just had the gut feeling. This is my gut feeling uh, game right here. Titans plus nine at Houston. That's a lot of points, Chris. A lot of points. I like it. I like taking it. I think uh, I think it can't miss. Speaking of the Steelers that everybody hates, I'm um, again going with the Homer pick. I'm a Bengals fan. I pushed with them last week. I feel like they have it in them this week. I'm taking Cincinnati uh, minus seven against the evil empire that is the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I love that Bengals defense. I think it's going to be a nasty defense all year. And uh, my final pick, Seattle. This is a Sunday night game. Seattle and San Francisco. They're playing at Seattle. I got Seattle minus three playing the Niners. The Niners look damn good. Seattle struggled against Carolina. Also, they traveled across, what, three time zones. They're back at their own confines. Those are very, very friendly confines, the Seahawks. They're very tough to beat there. So I think they went by at least a field goal at the very least. He pushed. I think they actually ended up taking care of business against San Francisco. I like that pick. I think Russell Wilson gets uh, gets back on track next week. Frank Gore didn't look that good, but Colin Kaepernick did look good. So that'll be interesting to watch. I like that pick, though. Again, to recap, I've got Baltimore, Denver, and Cincinnati. And I've got Jets, the Titans, and the Seahawks. 
Also, just let everybody know we're using uh, an app called Sports Insights that uh, fellow degenerate Gambler told me about to get all of our lines. I don't. So if you guys are questioning, hey, the line was this, whatever it is, at the time we're recording Sports Insight app, that's what we're going by. And again, while all our picks are 100% correct, once we get moved out of the preseason last week, you know, we're not professionals. Follow our picks at, uh, at your own risk. But again, they can't lose. We can't lose these picks. I feel good, Chris. I feel good about all of them. Yeah, I think I think I make a rousing comeback this week. If you have any uh, questions, shoot them to us at 360moneyline.gmo.com. Mock us on Twitter openly. Until then. Oh, it's a twofer. You didn't expect that shit from us, did you? I didn't even know it was happening. Unprecedented, Brian. Un- until it was happening. Un- unprecedented. That's just how we roll. Those are really exciting, though, when something's going on. Like, you get more of something awesome, yeah. and you don't know it's really going to happen until it really happens. Yeah. And that's that's cool. So, I mean, the show's over. Clean yourselves up. Um, you know what, though? <laughs> <laughs> Hose down now. Um, they picked your Browns last week, though. Uh, they... they mutilated them this week and you can go fuck yourself Seth <laughs> listen I have suffered since 99 you motherfucker <laughs> there's no reason to rub it in <laughs> uh, it's enough to just kind of live in, in those shoes that I, it, it just, like I said and, and I'm not going to push this on you too much because I'm a Cub fan so yeah, yeah. You know, I'll probably go my entire life without knowing anything of winning you know, except in my own life of course but I don't. I don't enjoy watching the Browns. I, I, I try to for you, and I'll try to root them on a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's difficult. I mean, it's it's a it's a painful experience. Brian, years ago, years ago, I wondered why genetically I was deficient in the ability to be able to watch football that is actually enjoyable, <laughs> and somehow saddle up for three hours of torture every fucking Sunday. It makes so much more sense now why you use the Red Zone channel more than anything else. <laughs> Because I you're not because you're because you're not watching your own team score, so you have to get that you have to fill that void from somewhere else. Brian, you know me so well. <laughs> I need to <laughs> catch up. I need to catch up on all the action possible. Like, please show me. Please show me good football. Lots of it. Lots of it. Lots of it. <laughs> it's all sad right. but true. Yeah. Well, maybe someday. We'll just keep saying. It. I know, right? It's, how else do we keep the gun out of our mouth, Brian? <laughs> 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 on that note. That's going to do it for episode 105. Thank you very, very much for listening and tolerating us yet again for another week. Um, You're going to be gone next week, but we will be supplementing the off week with something really cool, which we may or may not have alluded to earlier. (laughs) There may Um, have been some accuracy (laughs) previously foretold. Yes. We got a vintage coming. (laughs) It's coming. You'll you'll see. You're going to love it. It's way better. Way better. it's way better than most normal shows because so much so much of Mark's hard work and effort goes into it that I get to somehow create the illusion that I'm part of. Oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> but since my voice is there, it you know, it's like, oh, Mark and Brian did a great job. That's right. We, we did. Anyway, enjoy yourself next week. Will it's going to be really really awesome uh, anyway if you guys want to check out any of the stories that we referenced on this week's show you can do that on our blog at 360vegaspodcast.com if you'd like to send us an email you can do that 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com also on the blog you can find links to every social media outlet available and you can don't forget you can support the show as well we have an amazon banner on the blog that you don't really have to do anything to it's minimally invasive all you have to do is click on the banner and then go shop on Amazon. So if you're planning on buying on something on Amazon, just go to our blog and click the banner first, and you're supporting the show, and that's all you have to do. Hell's yes. Really easy. 
Um, and that's, again, that's it for episode 105. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, so we'll see you in two weeks with a trip report. Enjoy the vintage Vegas that may or may not be coming. <laughs>